Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. Hope you're having a fantastic now, the moment that you listen to this Sherm Speaking series here. We're talking about leadership and a leadership from the perspective of setting an example today. You've heard the common phrase, more likely than not, that I can't hear what you're saying because your actions are speaking too loud. So many times people want to tell others what to do in the example of do what I'm saying, not what I'm doing. It's the parent telling the child not to smoke when they themselves smoke. It's telling the, um, the, the, the coach that says, um, <coughs> I want you to stay fit when they themselves are overweight. It's the business um, manager that says, I want you to get in here at the office at 7 o'clock and they themselves roll in at 9. And so it's very hard to stand on lower ground to lift someone up. Leaders must stand on higher ground and lift others up. It doesn't mean that you yourself are better. It doesn't mean that you yourself are talented. It's that you are setting a better example. And it's helping them understand their role in the team. So as leaders, we must explain to people what their role is, who they are in the team, and what we need from them. When people feel that they're needed and wanted, they start performing at different levels because they realize that they are needed and they are wanted and they are being relied upon. When we take that away from others, when we step in and have the adage that, well, if something needs to get done right, it needs to be done by me, we, aren't, we don't live in the power of delegation. We live in the power of um, pullback and making them feel like they cannot do the job, even though they're just doing it differently than the way that we thought. When you're asking someone to fold clothes, you don't need them to necessarily do it the exact way that you do it, as long as, again, the full, the clothes get folded. Now, of course, you work at a retail store. They might have a particular way that you, they want you to fold it. But I think you get the example from what I'm, what I'm laying down here. The other thing that I think of as a leader is, besides the, the power of delegation, the lack of pullback on responsibility, is the helping the employees understand that they need to perform beyond your, their job description. It's the power of accountability. If you remember the, the great book, The Oz Principle, which talks very strongly about accountability, it's to see it own it, solve it, do it. (coughs) The it being (coughs) problems, issues that need solutions, that you want your team to be able to understand that they can and should, when they see problems arise, take ownership and then figure out ways to solve it. They need to bring in other partners, other teammates, and then to be able to do something about it. So the marketing team sees that this this project is not going to be launching on time instead of saying, oh, well, let's just leave it as it is and then we'll, you know, make adjustments on the flyers. No, they should reach out to the engineering team and say, look, we have a hard drop date on this marketing advertiser, this program to launch at this date. Where are you guys at? And so by being able to not wait for things to hit the fan, they're able to actually proactively plan for the future. 
It's this kind of leadership that you give to each of your employees that creates um, intrapreneurship, that within the organization, you can have employees that see different opportunities, that want to run with different projects, that want to have the opportunity to impact the organization beyond their job description. It's this kind of leadership that can transform an organization. It's this kind of leadership that creates company culture in the positive upward trajectory. So as you think about your engagement with others, is your leadership stifling based on the way that you're micromanaging others and needing it to be done your way? When we hire people, we want them to bring their talents and tell us, what needs to be done based on their talents and skill set, all within the parameter of being within being within the organization and doing it somewhat our way. We want their personality, we want their charisma, we want their person, um, we want their personality stamped on what they do. At the same time, if you're an engineering organization, you might not need somebody that's a stand-up comedian understand where they can, quote unquote, stamp their personality on different things in in the organization. And what you'll find is that you'll be able to find greater people. So oftentimes I find that people say we're a transparent organization and then they work behind closed doors. Uh, Like literally they, they say, hey, we're transparent. And then they close their door, literally communicating from a body language perspective, office body language, that they are not open to having other conversations, that they're just about getting their job done. The other thing that comes to mind in this regard is the struggle that we have when it comes to micromanaging. It's saying that I trust you, I hired you to do the task, but yet my actions are all over you. So my actions of constantly checking in on you is not establishing trust. And there's a difference between checking in and micromanaging. One is instilled with encouragement, support, coaching, development. The other is questioning, wondering why it's done a certain way when it should be done uh, my way, wrong attitude to have. So the other example that comes to mind, of course, as we kind of started this um, discussion was being a leader requires us to do things the way that we want them to be seen. So if we want people to be open, we must keep ourselves open. If we want to be open-minded and want our employees to be open-minded, we ourselves must be open to their suggestions and their ideas on the way that they want to take the business. Another one is that we must, um, if we want people to show up on time, then we ourselves must be on time. When we want people to uh, prioritize their work, we must do the same. If we want people to perform well, we must give back performance reviews. I think in all this, leaders, if we were to ask questions first and speak last in many meetings, we would find ourselves being heard more. If we have the attitude of, I brought you on with specific talents and I want you to flourish, and then let me know how I can help, we'll find 
our employees more engaged to run with projects to allow their voice to be heard. I hope you as leaders are able to get your team to rally around that one cause and impact positively the organization which you belong. Sherm's out.